Nah, go ahead and go ahead and stop it. I think I'm editing this week. Hey, nah, you, you you over here trying to give me extra work, baby? Well, you know, I know you don't have enough work on your hands, but I know that you were you reached out to me prior to this episode and you said, "Hey, I need some more work." So I'm just trying to help you out. Sheesh! I'll quit this show. I'll do it. You'll quit it. And then what's I'll gonna quit happen? It. Huh? You gonna be the player podcast? That's up to you, bro. That's be up gone. to me. I might change it to the uh, the PP Butthole Podcast. Oh no! But I'm gonna make sure that we keep the domain. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep your credit card information. In. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna keep the domain for hosting costs for the website and for the uh, the podcast. Yeah, I'm shutting that shit down immediately. I'm canceling that card. No, 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 no. You can't do that. Yeah, I can. Who's gonna stop me? Me. Square up then. You What's good? Wanna, I'm telling you right now that you don't want to smoke. You you saw the tournament, bro. Oh, I'll smoke the further? smoke. I think you made it further. All right. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll back up. I'll back down a little bit. Yeah, go Who ahead. Did I lose to though. I lost. I don't to even know. Drags. Anyway, we can't be talking about the. <laughs> we already. <laughs> we, we did, I did the same thing last yeah, week. Yeah, you over here with the inside baseball. You know, Brink listening. Like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? We got to give this man some real do. content. Yeah, we do need to get him some content. I was going to say, I'd love to have the same tournament within our player-player Discord. However, we only got about 10 people in here. We need more people in the Discord. Join the, if you're listening to this episode, I'm looking at the stats, bro. I look at the stats every week. Y'all need to join the Discord. I know there's people out there listening that are not in the Discord for a fact. Join the Discord. Stop playing around uh, and, and join and have a good time. Yeah, because we're always having a good time. We're always having goofs. We're always having gaffes. And you're literally missing out. We got to start an inside joke in the Discord that only... All right, never mind. We can't no, do that. We no, can't alienate. No. We can't alienate our faithful listeners. Anyway, what's been going on, though? What's been going on? A couple of things here. You know, I'll, I'll talk about some some highlights for today. Because it's all, it, it always seems like podcast day is when things are most eventful for me that's good um but starting us off bro i made a mean ass potato kale soup it sounds crazy yeah some people you might be thinking like what the hell are you talking about bro that's exactly what i'm thinking this shit is some something good bro like you might get this at a restaurant that's all i'm saying you know how they say super salad you'd say soup on this one i never order soup at a restaurant quite frankly And this will make you want to order a soup at a restaurant. So uh, it's a pretty fire little recipe. Um, you know, obviously, I got to put my own arsen touch to it. Throw a little adobo seasoning in there because, you know, they're going to ask for the adobo. But, you know, I had to throw that in there. And sure. it overall tastes very good. You know, five stars from Angelique, five stars for myself. Uh, no stars from Cayenne, though, because he doesn't uh, understand the concept of uh, human food. He doesn't like it. But mm. uh, if he could. He would get us five stars. So, mm, interesting. Uh, soup was really good. Um, other than that, I've kind of been kind of been a bad boy today. I'm gonna oh, be honest. No. Yeah, I might have done something that I shouldn't have been doing. You know what, what is that? Your boy had to take a trip to Micro Center. Oh and, uh, no! You know, we made, <laughs> we made some purchases. No, no. It's just what just did you buy? Uh, you know, I had to upgrade my my processor. Okay. PC since uh, right. currently because it was bottlenecking, huh? Bottlenecking. You know, I think I mentioned that last week or the week before. 
Um, but basically, you know, we're just resolving that issue. However, you know, is this the most opportune time to be resolving this bottleneck? Probably not. You know, the folks that, uh, the folks that know me may know this may not be the best time to be, to be, uh, just blowing money, but Hey, we blowing money, baby. But you know, now the card is on lockdown. Um, no, how much was it though? I don't know if I should disclose. No, I think, I, I think you should. You think I should? I think you should. Okay. So for every piece I got, New motherboard, new CPU, new RAM, and a new uh, cooler, fan cooler for the CPU. Total Wait a second. Seven. Wait, what? I thought you said you only bought a CPU. No, no, no. I was, I was trying to like you know downplay it. <laughs> oh no, my man just listed off a whole ass rig, bro. I'm like half the rig, bro. See, the no. problem was. Remember two years ago, you can probably find the episode where I talked about how I copped the 3080. That was the biggest mistake of my life, bro. I shouldn't have done that because it, it was immediately bottlenecked by my six-year-old CPU. So I've been living in poverty. I can't play Warzone anything above 40 FPS. Oh, my with, God. With a 3080 graphics card. So that's kind of, you know, some some nonsensical nonsense. So I put that game down. A lot of the PC games I've been playing, you know, had to be, play on, had to be played on low graphics settings. With a 3080. Makes no sense. God, dang. You were living in squalor. I was living in squalor all because of a silly mistake. But, you know, I've learned my, my, uh, I've learned my lesson. If I'm ever going to upgrade my graphics card, which hopefully, you know, this time I'm not folding. I'm not going, I'm not going to end up, you know, being, oh, let me get the 4080. Let me get the 5080. I'm waiting till it's actual need this time. So, mm-hmm. Then I will know that I need to get all these other pieces. Cause last time I was like, "Oh, I, all I need is the the GPU. I'll swap it out. It's easy." I didn't know. I didn't know I was that far behind. So unfortunately, uh, this was a pro- uh, a purchase that you know was semi necessary in order for the enjoyment of my uh, my PC to its full capabilities with my graphics card. But um, but yeah, man, that's uh, it was a, it was a it was a nice little day. Micro Center is always a fun time to uh, roll up in there and uh, you know. If it's like a nerd heaven for those who don't have micro centers nearby. Do I have micro centers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they have uh-huh. them. Yeah. Very few stores uh, around the country, but uh, they also do price matching. It's pretty solid. So you spent seven hundred. Yes, sir. Just to unbottleneck your what five hundred dollar GPU? Uh, it wasn't five hundred. Oh, how much was it? <laughs> it was like. I think that one was also seven hundred. Stop it! No, but you got the you got the power supply with it, right? No. Oh my god! It, they were, it was Newegg was hoeing people, and they were just trying to get rid of inventory, so they were giving out motherboards. Oh right, you got so you got a motherboard with it. I did get a motherboard. I haven't okay. sold it. So I need to get, I need to get that shit sold. Okay. Okay. So the the MSRP on the graphics card is what five fifty. Five hundred? No. What is it? MSRP is like okay. Well, back then I think it was like around like seven fifty. Oh my! I really that purchase was a little bit higher. Oh. Now, 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 now. Okay, you know, inflation, the value of my card has gone up. So I think it was a good investment, bro. Because if you Mm. look for that card, let me, let me, I'll get it for you right now. Uh, let's see, thirty eighty. Um. Hold on, wait, 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 it's wait. not an investment, bro. You are never selling this graphics card. 
I'm selling it once I get my next graphics card in 10 years. In 10 okay, years, it'll be... $1,050. doesn't okay. matter, bro. That doesn't matter. When you sell it in 10 years, it's going to be worth $50. That's 100% cap, bro. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Dang. Yeah, I, know, I know it's not cap, but... You know. Dang. You need to put an alert on your credit card that pages me whenever you, you get to... <laughs> You start to make a transaction at these uh, electronic stores. Yeah, this so is, can, this is weird. So I can block the transactions. Yeah. Maybe we should make that a company, bro. We need a company that, like, group group credit cards. All right. Yeah. I don't I don't, I don't know about that one. I'm going to be honest, Coach. I don't know about that one. Anyways, bro. I think I've uh, been talking up a storm, bro. Let's not, let, 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 let's not hold up. Your updates with my, uh, you know, my what? what what's the word? Churlish. Churlish. Um. <laughs> say what? Insubordinate and churlish. Remember that shit from uh, Key and Peele. Hell no, I don't remember I don't that skit. I don't think I used that word wrong at all. It was from the uh, the the D nice uh, Balake oh. video. I don't remember that. It was right at the end. Anyway. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, anyways. Uh, I don't have much updates. I was on call this week, so I was kind of staying close to home. I was chilling at home, uh, playing Cult of the Lamb. Uh, okay. Watched uh, Prey on Hulu, the the, the Predator movie. Uh, prequel, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty okay. good. Okay. Uh, enjoyable, especially, you know, since it was free on Hulu, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh and yeah, there's not any crazy updates. I'll give you guys a, a little scoop, some things I'm a little a little thing I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about once again starting a YouTube channel. I've had this thought several Ooh, times. Okay. But the issue is, right, I don't have a lot of time, right? So I can't start a YouTube channel. I can't be, you know, because this is the thing, right? I'll fall into a rabbit hole. Where I'm starting a YouTube channel, I'm like, oh, I gotta now I got to download Adobe After Effects and build myself an intro. So, you know, I got to look up tutorials. That'll take me a month to build a fucking intro. I got to, you know, get a camera, make sure my setup. No, I can't do all that. I don't have the time. And frankly, I just don't want to do that because you know, my time every week is limited as it is. So right now I'm thinking because the Player Player podcast every week we're talking about games. We're having a good time making ranked lists, uh, X, Y, and Z. But I also like talking about the news. I also like talking about video game industry, stuff like that, like the nitty gritty mm-hmm. details. So I'm thinking about starting a YouTube channel that is directly correlated with Camp Pause, my um, my website, camppause.com. Um, yes. So that if there's like some really breaking news, if there's something that is just really exciting that's going on, I'll just boot up a screen share. I'll do the little camera, webcam camera, and do picture in picture and just kind of talk about the news story five, 10 minutes, you know, give my opinion, give my take, and then link that video on Camp Pause. So it'll basically be oh, okay. like a, a second form of like, you know, coverage. Cause a lot of times some big news will happen. And look, I'm not, I'm no Mark Twain over here. I'm no, uh, <laughs> I'm no Emily Dickens. I don't, I don't even think she was. I think Charles she was writing Dickens. Charles Dickens. He was writing poetry or was he writing full? full he was novel? writing novels. That's, that's okay. Oliver Twist. I'm no Stephen I'm no Stephen King, right? You know, I can't I'm not writing I can't write these long ass stories. I'm no uh 
Don Lemon or whoever the fuck reporter you guys like to watch or listen, <laughs> read or whatever. I can't be yeah, writing these long ass epi- uh, uh, articles. So a lot of times it takes me several days to just get the article out. And by then the news is either old or it's like, do I even want to still read, you know, talk about this thing? So I think making YouTube videos, do a quick screen share, picture in picture, fire off the hip, talk about the news story, link it to the website uh, in combination with my written reviews and, and longer uh, articles and stuff on the website. I think that could be a good, a good setup and, you know, low budget, you know, fast moving stuff like that. So that's what I've been thinking about. Um, I'll probably test this out in the coming weeks uh, as I find time. But uh, that's, that's what I'm thinking about right now. What do you think about TikTok? See, TikTok is not long enough. I don't think TikTok is not long enough. Because, you know, TikTok, obviously, TikTok, you get a lot, of, a lot of views, a lot of discoverability, great social media platform. But I think TikTok, you have to have the edge, right? You have to have the thing that keeps people's attention. You have to have the thing that, you know, keeps people watching for, for just 30 seconds longer. But also, you can't be making five, 10 minute long videos on TikTok. So, like, I think TikTok would be a lot of effort to make mm-hmm. content that actually people want to watch on their phone. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, okay. So my goal is to like figure out a system like, cause I, you know, I, I've like, uh, I watch a couple news YouTubers uh, and I watch a couple people that talk about games, news and stuff. And a lot of these people, they're just like, Hey, this news is breaking. We're on IGN. We're screen sharing. We're showing the article. My little face is in the corner and we're talking about it. And that's all they do. And I'm like, Hey, I like this. This is engaging. Um, it's quick and the video ends and, and that's it. So, um, that's my goal. I really like talking about video game news and stuff like that. So I'm trying to figure out the best way to express that. Um, I'm going to continue with the writing, continue updating articles and reviews on camp pause, but I also want to kind of be able to talk about stuff in the moment, you know, to capture the conversation and, you know, capture my initial thoughts and stuff like that. So. Um, I might get a little YouTube channel going on to support that. Like I can't pause uh, appendage, if you will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm uh, interested to see how it pans out for you. I mean, you already uh, are, you know, killing it with can't pause. So I have uh, no doubts. Everybody go to campause.com. Subscribe to the mailing list. I've never sent out a single email, but that's fucked up. I'm waiting, bro. Uh, all right, hey. That's a good people don't like spam, you know what I'm saying? I every every week I'm going through my mailbox and I'm like, you guys gotta go. You must Starbucks? Hell no. I don't care about this huh. summer summer deal. Best buy, I don't care about this washing machine that's on sale. Y'all are harassing me. Y'all gotta get unsubscribed. Somehow they keep finding their way back on here, but people don't like spam. That's why you sign for my mailing list. You may never get a single email. And I know that's what all of you guys uh want and respect. So so go ahead and sign up for that mailing list. Um, you ready to get into the show? Ready, bro. I was born ready. Talk about a little cult of the lamb. Talk about a little bit of a maybe go back to our video game developer ranking list. Okay, we'll see. let's do we'll it. See. We'll see. All right, you know the deal. On three, clap, and uh, we'll get right into it. As soon as I pull up the intro song, okay, I have it. Okay, three, two, one.
Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Player Player Podcast. This is episode 215 of the Canadian Podcast Awards nominated show we got here. Before we get started, I want to go ahead and say I hope myself, or actually technology hope me, because uh, the intro music definitely did not play like I expected it to. Wow. Uh, so I can, now I got to see. And now I'm the one editing the, the podcast this week. So, you know, now I'm holding myself. It's just a whole ordeal. So now I'm I'm a little shook. I'm a little tilted, as the gamers say. But guess what? Joseph always comes clutch in the tilt moments. You know what I'm saying? Tilting doesn't Hell affect yeah. me. So before we get started, I want to give you a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. What is that, Arsene? Talk about video games. Talk about video games every Thursday of every week. We gather around virtual water cooler, discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. Man, I got to see. I'm always trying to see how fast can I say this and still get all the words out. And you know what? I haven't hit terminal velocity yet. I think I can get it out faster next week. So let's see what we can do there. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the player, player, cult leader himself, Arsene Lakpa. Thank you, everybody, for uh, coming to our cult uh, sermon today. Um, please go ahead and bow your heads as we uh, pray to the almighty uh, player player himself. Um, dear player player, uh, thank you for all you do every week, for giving us the latest video game uh, news, for being the funniest podcasters, and for um, having the best memes. Uh, That's right. Podcast name, we pray. Amen. Hey man, I tell you right now, we definitely don't give the latest news. You'll be lucky if you get any news at all from us. That is true. You hear the news about Team Asobi? Team Asobi? And oh, you no. won't hear that news here. <laughs> all right, so let's keep it going. Just a quick reminder, guys, if you want to help support the show, you guys can go to playerplayerpod.com, go to the bottom of the page and visit our Kofi link and donate as low as a dollar to help support hosting costs. If you don't want to help support monetarily, that is totally fine. You guys can help by sharing the show to your friends and families and by leaving a positive review on iTunes and Spotify, preferably five stars, but you can rate us whatever you want. Uh, also, just join the Discord, playerplayerpod.com slash Discord uh, to join the conversation and uh, have a good time with us. All those links will be in the description, by the way, so you don't have to remember that. You don't have to rewind. Just look in the description of this episode. All the links should be there. Do we have the Kofi link in the description? I don't know. But if we don't... I think so. I think we do. Okay. So it's all in the description, guys. Go go to the description. Get to it. Anyways, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, primarily, there was a big game release last week. We both have beat this game. And uh, it's time to talk about it. Cult of the Lamb. Uh, this is a highly, highly anticipated game from both you and I. Um, uh, published by Devolver Digital. Always those little guys at Devolver always publishing these wacky and kooky games. Uh, yeah. And Cult of the Lamb is no different. Uh, it is published by Massive, or it's developed by Massive Monster, if I believe, uh, if I got that correct. Um, and it is basically a, you know what, Arson, you give them the uh, overview of what Cult of the Lamb is. Cult of the Lamb, is, uh, simply put, it is a uh, roguelike slash uh, simulator, farming simulator, uh, village simulators type game. So think Stardew Valley mashed up with Binding of Isaac. Think um, Animal Crossing mashed up with Enter the Gungeon. You just take those two styles of games, throw them together, and you've got Cult of the Lamb, baby. And obviously it's got very uh, cultish, dark, satanic imagery um, to back it, which is uh, everybody loves that, am I right? 
Oh, let me tell you. People absolutely love it. Honestly, I have seen almost zero backlash. I don't know if that's because I'm in the little gamer bubble and everybody's kind of chill <laughs> here and we're like, okay, we get it. Uh, but yeah, zero backlash, no comments about the satanic imagery at all. Um, as far as I see, but uh, let me tell you, this game, this game is a doozy. Um, let's 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 toss a uh, a toss a coin to see who gives their opinions first on this game. Okay, uh, heads or tails? Oh, heads. Okay, hey, hey Google, flip a coin. It's tails. It's tails. Okay. Go right so ahead. I guess I'll I'll start here. Uh, I like I said, I've completed Cult of the Lamb, and let me tell you, it's a really good game. It's a really really good game, a fun game. Uh, never count Devolver Digital out to find all of the games that have a very unique and engaging concept, and I think Cult of the Lamb and Master Monster really succeeded. Um, in the engaging part, like the whole cult leader aspect tie, uh, mixed with cutesy animals, mixed with roguelike, mixed with simulator. I think all of those elements worked really well for me. Um, and I thought that things continuously were interesting throughout the game for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, you know, getting the upgrades for your uh, roguelike runs, getting the upgrades for your little cult village, um, seeing what you were going to encounter in each run of each of the little dungeons, um, seeing how the uh, little side offshoot areas kind of affect the game and, and what those little areas are going to bring. I think the game has a lot of really, really cool elements that they play around with, um, especially for how short this game is in actuality, right? You can beat this mm -hmm. game in less than 20 hours and Throughout that 20-hour journey, you're you're meeting all these different characters. You're having all these unique runs. There's a lot of different weapons and, and spells uh, to play around with, as well as buffs and stuff that you get along the way. Um, and then there's a lot of fun and unique experiences that you'll experience at home when you come from every run uh, interacting with your cult. So I really liked it. Um, and whenever we get a game like this, whenever we get a game period that can kind of take a concept and give you something different and make you feel like you're playing a very unique and different experience uh, between the story and the gameplay. Hey, that's always a great thing uh, from my standpoint. Um, Thanks. I, I do have some complaints, mm -hmm. but uh, do you want me to get into them now or do you, do you want to kind of give your praises as well? You, you go ahead and give your, uh, your complaints. I'm curious to hear. Sure. So uh, the game is not perfect for me. Uh, one, uh, I played this game on the Nintendo Switch. This game runs absolutely dog shit on the Nintendo Switch. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't want to point fingers or figure out who to blame here. It <laughs> might be the Switch hardware or it might be the developers not really optimizing for the Switch. Uh, but the game just lags. It's just like insane lagging every time you save the game. Like the game literally freezes whenever you, whenever I save the game, um, so there was a lot of freezing, a lot of glitching, a lot of like random visual glitches where I'm like, is this like building into like the demonic storytelling? Because I would have like characters <laughs> flash onto the screen. I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. Oh, and I couldn't tell if this was like like an in-game purposeful thing or if this is a bug. And I think, you know, coming out the end of the game, I'm like, okay, this was definitely a bug. Um, a lot of thing, a lot of elements just disappearing, just a lot of different uh, gameplay issues that just were not good on the Switch. Um, so, you know, I can only review what I played 
And as far as the Switch game or Switch uh, gameplay went, um, I just did not enjoy it at all. Um, even I think it even made the roguelike elements a little harder because there was a lagging and crucial moments and stuff like that, which is a bummer. Um, and I think this game made me realize that, hey, I'm never buying another third party game on my Switch, period. Like, it's just not happening. Dang. Like, um, understandable, yeah. I'm just going to wait till the Steam Deck comes out or I'll buy it on Xbox or, or, or PlayStation or what have you. I'm not buying any more third party games on the Switch because the Switch hardware is just not keeping up with the times. And a game like this that, you know, I was listening to other reviews and, and comments so that's apparently like, you know, only a couple gigs big, if that. Like, yeah, I did not think this game should be struggling this much on the, the Switch hardware. So I'm done with the Switch. Buying third parties, absolutely terrible. Um, and then just other other way, like on the gameplay, game design side, my only complaint is, once again, I think they got really, really close with the world building and making the game sing really well together. Uh, and mm. I, I do think that they got 80% of the way there because, like, I really love the sim aspects. And when you have that everything working in your, your cult, like, optimal, like performing at an optimal level, it's really good to, you know, harvest all this food and get all these this devotion and all this stuff and just constantly be leveling up and, and leveling up. I think that's really fun. And then same with the the dungeon runs when you have a really good build and you're just crushing everything in your way. I think that's very fun. But I still feel like the the gameplay, the story just doesn't go far enough. It's not perfectly mm -hmm. meshed. Like it's not like when you you know how you, how you have a puzzle. The puzzle pieces come perfectly together and makes this beautiful picture. Um, I think when I look at a game like Hades. I think Hades really did that where, you know, the upgrades tie into the story, which ties perfectly in the gameplay. And it all just feels like this perfect world that you're really immersed in when you're playing. Um, and, you know, to bring it even more recent for 2022, Tunic is a game where, you know, you you learn more about the story and you learn more about the gameplay through the storytelling elements and stuff like that. Once again, just you really get immersed in the world. I think. Uh, Cult of the Lamb for me was just missing just a, a hop, skip and a jump away from like hitting the level those games were hitting where sometimes like you go into these off like these little separate locations that you can travel to and they're cool at first, but they don't really provide a lot of value. Like there's not really a great purpose for you to visit those places uh, repeatedly. And like once I got to the late game uh, and I was like really had basically everything I needed, I didn't really want to visit those places. Um, mm -hmm. the characters I was hoping were going to build to like this bigger kind of story. I, I was hoping there would be some, uh, cool threads that are happening alongside, uh, the main thread. And I don't think we ever got there. I was hoping we'd have some secret missions or some secret storylines or, or whatever, um, that tie into the story. We never really got there. Um, and I think they really got close with how, the bosses interact with your cult at different random moments throughout the games and the, in the runs and stuff. I thought that was really cool. But for mm -hmm. me, um, yeah, I just think that there was a lot, it seemed like there was a little f a fluff in terms of the elements. Um, and I, and I wish all of the elements worked together a little bit better to make it that like perfect indie experience that kind of ascends just kind of a video game, if that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. Let me hear you. Let me hear your thoughts on this. You know, um, I think I'll, I kind of want to start with uh, 
my negatives, you know, just to go ahead and get those out of the way. Sure. Um, you know, I definitely agree with a lot of the points you're saying. Um, I think that the, you know, selling point for this game, like I said, is that you know, that mashup aspect um, of having like, you know, the simulator plus this uh, dungeon crawling plus roguelike or whatever. And I think that they're they're doing it well. But that does detract from the game as a whole, because like you said, there's a lot of places where you, you, we kind of wanted the game to go a bit deeper, you know, especially mm -hmm. story wise, a little bit, maybe in a little bit more of the gameplay wise as well. And it just felt like they were giving us everything, just m m not at a deep enough level. Like, you know, maybe if this was a bigger team, a bigger budget, it could have gone a little bit deeper. But hey, I mean, it's a, probably a small team. Um, mm -hmm. Can't fault them too much for that. Um, however, that is, you know, what I'm saying is, uh, that is one of the, the pain points I had, um, as well. And then I think also, um, there were just a couple of, uh, little hiccups that I experienced, uh, on the PC side, um, just a, some small minor bugs. And I did notice that the game does hang up, um, especially when, uh, a new day would start in the mm -hmm. yeah. uh, day night cycle. Um, so if you saw that on your switch, just know that uh, PC was experiencing it too. Um, I don't know if that's because I was bottlenecked, but you know, blame <laughs> <laughs> it on the bottleneck. Probably, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, I think they're just probably loading up all the game logic for the day. Anyhow, anyways, I feel like this game is, for me personally, a strong contender for indie game of the year. Um, you know, with despite the the negative things I had to say, it was a really fun game, and I think that. Although I wanted them to go a little bit deeper on the mashups uh, or on some, you know, individual pieces of the game, I think they tackled having all these aspects in the game pretty well. And I think they did a pretty good job on that. So um, shout out to, to Massive Monster. I think that's the, the team that is behind Cult of the Lamb. Um, yep. From the jump, when you hop right in, you know, you're, you're kind of like, what's going on in this world? To when you start unlocking abilities, start going through these dungeons. Um, everything just feels uh, feels pretty tight. It feels pretty uh, pretty fresh. I think the controls are pretty solid as well. Um, from a management aspect, things never felt too overwhelming. I think that was uh, one of my concerns going into the game. I was like, okay, I like these simulator games to a certain degree, but I wouldn't call myself like a, a fan. Like you know, I've never played Stardew Valley. There's a lot of those games that I just have not played. I have played Animal Crossing, um, but yeah, never played Stardew Valley. So. I was a little worried going into this one. I was like, is this going to be an, like another one of those or how, like what's the balance going to be between um, the management side and the, you know, action-y RPG side. And uh, I think they hit the balance pretty well. Um, you know, you go in whenever you feel you do each at, you do each side whenever you feel you need to and whenever you want to really. So um, another positive point there. Um, what else about the game? The music. Bro, I mean, it's really good. The, the music is just really solid. Like, I did not expect while well, I'm just, you know, chilling in my cult, you know, hanging out with people. All of a sudden I hear I hear just the backing track. And I'm like, wait a minute. This motherfucker kind of spitting, bro. Like they, they <laughs> got some dude like harmonizing with the beat in the background. Then all of a sudden they bust out the flute. And I'm like, wait a minute. This is the chill ambient idol music. This is how y'all treating us? Come on now. So I think I was listening to it earlier today. I forgot the guy's name. I would I would have shouted him out as well. But um, if you're not gonna pick up the game, at least pick check out the soundtrack, bro. Because um, it's kind of a it's kind of a vibe. It's good. Like uh, I would say it's like good study music. 
um, or some type of thing like that, just to help you stay focused and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, hmm, it's a great game overall. Um, I think, like I mentioned in the Discord, or maybe it was in our uh, other Discord, I don't remember. Um, I did kind of, you know, going into I was like, oh, yeah, this game's definitely going to be like, you know, my favorite game of the year, probably, uh, or my favorite indie game of the year. It's probably going to blow out Tunic, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I can say, unfortunately, that is not the case. It did not blow out Tunic. Um, however, I do value them, like, you know, definitely in this within the same tier. Like, they definitely mm-hmm. are both hold a special place in my heart. So, uh, okay. great game. Just a great game overall. Glad to, yeah. glad I'm pl- glad I was able to play it and. I'm still playing it, honestly. Yeah, even though I, I didn't, I don't think I mentioned this. I did beat it as well, but I'm mm-hmm. going for that 100% completion, baby. I got to get all the achievements. I'm okay. very close, almost done. I have no achievements because I'm on Switch. Another, another drawback for another L for that the Switch. A, that is a big L. Um, might as well call this the dang Lich for L or Damn. the Slitch. Turn that W to an L. Anyways, um, I looked at Mass. I'm on Massive Monsters website right now. Looks like they have three team team members that they three three team oh. members that they're calling out. So I, I want to say, like for three team team members, uh, Cult of the Lamb is fantastic, and this seems like their first really huge game. Um, it seems like before this they had two games that they dropped, um, one mobile game, another game that was on Switch and Steam, and a, a third game that was on everything before this called adventure pals and this this seems like their most ambitious and biggest game to date and also seems like a complete departure from everything else they're doing like they have a lot of cutesy designs in the other one but obviously this has some dark very dark tones to it as well um so yeah i i I highly recommend people checking this out looking at the trailers looking at some reviews and, and look and see if this is a game that interests you um like I said, like it didn't sing for me. It didn't really hit that that moment that I had with Tunic Inscription and some other uh, indie games that I've had over the past couple of years. But I think this is still a very, very uh, unique and fun experience. Um, I love the little interactions that you have with your cult members. I love the the uh, abilities they give you to uh, manipulate and I guess care for or you know do whatever with your cult. Um, I think there's there was a lot of thought that went into this game, um, and there's a lot of fun moments and surprising moments uh, that you encounter, and you know whether it be like some new characters that you'll encounter, some random what seem like RNG moments uh, mm. that you you encounter on your dungeon runs, or just like some fun, cool things or interesting things that you can do back home in your cult, like feeding your cult members a bowl of shit, or um, <laughs> you know getting these systems running in your um uh cult that just you know make it run like a well-oiled machine and do performing a ritual so that nobody goes to sleep or performing a ritual so that you have one dude that's just an enforcer that's making sure everybody's working i had one dude who was an enforcer um and uh motherfucker dissented on me so he was an i he was an enforcer he's over here preaching the gospel against the cult and I was like, no, nah, you got to get locked up. What is what is this? What is That's this? Crazy. What is this? So they're fun. Mo- even like bringing people. You, I, uh, of course, named one of my cult members, Arsene, uh, brought you <laughs> back to life. 
you got a little resurrection, uh, which was nice. So um, a lot of cool moments. And I think, you know, you know, I know we're saying, oh, this isn't like my favorite game of all time. This doesn't beat this game X, Y, and Z. But I truly think that this is a great, great, great uh, point to grow for this uh, studio. I think that, you know, given the amount of people that they have, I think that, you know, they had, they considered a lot of things and it definitely couldn't have been easy uh, building a game that, you know, succeeds on both the roguelike front and the sim front, no matter how deep, you know, the mechanics go. So I, I can't wait to see what they're going to make next as they get more hands on to, to improve things like the performance and kind of build out some of the story aspects and stuff. Um, but just to kind of see what ideas they come up with next, because this is absolutely wild. Very crazy. Good stuff, though. Great stuff. So if you if you had to put a number on this, or first of all, would you recommend this? Who who are you recommending this to? Are you recommending it to everybody? Are you rec- recommending it to a certain type of person? Do you think it's a must play for this year? Uh, how how would you go about recommending this game? I think I would recommend this to those who. Uh, who like either half of the uh, of the game? Those who like the uh, um, you know that management side of video games, or those who like dungeon crawlers, because it, you know obviously there's a piece for both of you. And I think that the if let's say you like one and you don't like the other, you will be fine. So I think it, it sh- you should definitely check it out if you're a fan of either or both of those uh, genres. Um, I probably wouldn't recommend this to people that <laughs> that hate both. Uh, okay. styles of games you know i feel like that may be a small percentage of uh folks out there but i do know a lot of some people don't like uh roguelike that style of gameplay and i know some people may not like uh management style games either so if that's what you don't like then this is not the game for you i wouldn't say this is a must play for everyone but if you like if you're in that first category that i said i think it's a must play for sure okay okay oh yeah and a, and a number um I actually want to do a little bit of a retcon here. I got to bump Stray down after seeing what uh, the heck. <laughs> after seeing this game, I'm like, I can't just be handing out, you know, score so willy nilly. I mean, I agree. What did you give Stray? I think I was like eight to nine, and I was okay. like, yeah, it's got a cat in it. Uh, I'm of not, course, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna take that cat point away. I'm gonna be honest with you, or maybe I'll, I'll keep the cat point. But I'm just gonna lower the score by one, <laughs> put it in that seven to eight range where I think it really does, uh, you know, shine where it does mm-hmm. reside. Mm-hmm. Dang, it's crazy how I just bumped the the score down, and then guess who walks into my room right now? Dang, Cayenne said, "Bro, why are you talking so crazy?" Is what he wants to know. He, that's what he wants to know. So um, that being said, I think that I give uh, Cult of the Lamb uh, somewhere in the high eights. Yeah, uh, for sure, like uh, above eighty five. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say for me, you know, spoiler alert for the camp pause review that goes up, you know, sometime in the next couple of days. Uh, this is probably an eight for me. Um, not to, you know, not to say high eight, low eight. It's just an eight. Um, I think, you know, we, we kind of talked to it at length. Uh, but I think it is on the list of games you need to play this year. Is it the number one game I would recommend? Is, is it a must play? I don't think so, but if you're interested, if you see the trailer and say, hey, this looks cool, uh, hey, this looks like really up my alley like we were, like we were really hyped on it going in, um, mm-hmm. if you kind of have that excitement about it when you when you see the game or you're, you seem really, really interested, I think give it a try. I think you'll have a good time. I really do. Um, 
now when we when we get to the end of the year right because you know how is this going to slide in at the game of the year conversation when we kind of look back on all the things we've played for me personally this has been a slow year so if we're talking about top 10 then for sure this is going to slide in to the top 10 um but you know my litmus test right now is obviously Elden Ring is number one. I don't even really consider Elden Ring when we talk about game of the year conversation because <laughs> there's no, you know, it's it's not it's a it's not even a fun conversation to have, right? Um, different, it's a different breed. So then we talk about the next level um, of games, and my question is like, is it in the running to to hit that slot too? And I'd say not quite, right? Mm-mm. Almost so close, so close. If it just had. If it just had a deeper roguelike element, or if it just had a slightly deeper sim element, or a slightly deeper story, if any of those yep. three like aspects were deeper than they were in this game, I feel like it would have. We we might be having a different conversation, but I don't think it quite makes that 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 uh, discussion for the the second game of the year. Um, but it's still on, it's definitely going to be on my top ten list for sure. Um, so guys that was a uh, clip the lamp check it out uh, like i said review on camp pause uh coming in the next couple days when i can get it out sometime before the end of the week um so i guess by the time this episode airs it should be out either thursday or friday so check it out um with that being said let me ask you before we before we get into some other discussions right what's the next game on your list what's, what's the next thing you're going to tackle uh you know i'm a very a bounce around type of guy so i'm still trying to figure it out i did recent i don't know if i mentioned this i did wrap up uncharted lost legacy okay um, i think you did mention this i think i did mention that and then i did start up uh infamous second son i saw that i was like what is this man Um, doing over here oh you know it's, it's a good game though it's a good game pretty solid but i don't know how i'm feeling about it just yet just because in my mind I know you didn't. You never played the OG Infamous game. No. So like I've got that in my mind, and it's it's kind of like a learning curve for me, where I'm like, whoa, this shit is completely different, bro. I want to mm. be, I want to be Cole McGrath. I want to be a skinhead running around. Okay. 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 But you know, it, it's definitely a bit of a, a of a learning curve, um, or I guess adapting to the new gameplay style. Because really, it is just a completely different game set in the same universe. So uh, yeah, I think it's just a need to get more comfortable with it. So that might be my next full game. I don't think I have anything on my PC that oh. I'm. Let me ask you this. Hey, go ahead. Next release. What's the next release you're release? looking forward to? Um, honestly, damn, I don't want to spend any more money for obvious reasons. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Um, I. Am excited for uh Roller Drum because okay. I've been following that guy on Twitter literally like it's been years now and uh it just released today. Yeah. Oh, it came out today. Came out today on PS5. So I'm like, dang, maybe at some point it's only 17 or 18 bucks. Mm, okay. Is you know I think that's a pretty solid price for what it is. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You're not at, not at, not even asking for a full twenty. It's a piece yeah. of twenty. So um, that that may be the next upcoming one, but in terms of next big games, shit, I'm trying to remember what was the next. There's something in September that I just cannot remember. Gotham Damn. Knights, like what else could be even be coming out? Uh, 
So I was thinking about doing some crackhead shit. October rolls around. I really kind of want to get back into Persona. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it's was it coming oh, yeah. to Game Pass? Coming to Game Pass. Obviously, I'm not. You know, I'm not gonna have to I mean, pay for it. Come on, bro. But that's it's, a that's a whole 150 right there. So we got uh we got Saints Row coming out on the 23rd. We obviously got Roller Drome coming out, or just came out today. A lot of people um, are hyped for Saints Row. I don't have any context on it. I I don't have much hype for it, but I will be interested to hear what their views are like. Uh, September. I'm trying to see, I don't see nothing clean in September. Hmm. If I'm gonna be honest with you. Really uh, else, uh, let's see. I mean, you got JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle R. That game came out in 2013. I will not. I will not fall victim. To Splatoon Three. Ooh, I did watch no. the movie in three. They might. They're not me. getting that. They're not getting that. Uh, this is the same thing that happened when Splatoon One came out. Wasn't hyped for it, and then I got it. Splatoon Two came out. Wasn't hyped for it, and then I got it. <laughs> might have to ask uh, my mom to get it for me because that was that's how it happened the last two times. That's gonna be my birthday present. Go ahead and add a buy, uh, Last of Us Part One on there too, then, since you're just buying shit. Oh yeah, you right for seventy bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then Plague Tale Requiem is in October. Oh, Gotham man. Knights is in October. High on Life is o- October. It seems like October is gonna oh. be the next month. Bayonetta. Oh, it says Bayonetta. Bayonetta three. Yeah, I forgot it is coming out. So yeah, October's the next the next month where we we're gonna get some bangers there. Um damn, we're gonna be playing games every week. Play till Requiem, High on Life. I jury's still out on uh on uh Gotham Knights. Yeah. I'm gonna hop on Overwatch okay. 2 a little bit as well, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was curious to see if you uh had your eyes on Roller Drone, but uh yeah, you you're tracking it, so we'll see if you get it. I think I, I think I might pick it up. I've hearing, I've, I've been hearing really good things, so um, we'll see, we'll see. Let's see how much time we got in the episode here. We're at forty six ish minutes, uh, so let's go back to the discussion. Let's do top it. top fifteen studios, top twenty studios, whatever of this upcoming generation. On the list, in no particular order, we have Insomniac, Super Giant. Arcane, From Software, uh, Naughty Dog, Sony Santa Monica, Square Enix, Gorilla, Nintendo, The Coalition, and Machine Games. All right. Um, How many? That's eleven. Let me send. You, let me send you the link again. Send okay. you the link so you can open it on your end. Um, let's hey, say. No, I got. Let's keep it easy. No way. Oh, I keep hitting the. It's a. Oh, this is a new document. Sorry. Yeah, hold on. One second. One second. Send you the. Here we go. Just a second. Just a second. This link. Go ahead and try it now. Okay. So now, let's say top 15. All right. Let's see four game studios that are on this list need to be promoted to the top 15. All right, four four game studios that are on the second tier. So on the second tier for the fans at home, we have Bungie, Sabotage. What is Sabotage? I 
I remember putting it on there, but I forgot what they made. Damn, I'm fake. Yeah, I feel like these these motherfuckers are not me. Stars and the messenger people. Oh, okay, okay. I'll tell you right now. I don't know if they're making it. Uh, oh. Rockstar, Respawn, Sucker Punch, Supermassive, Bethesda Studios, Capcom, AgroCab, Infinity Ward, Double Fine, Ninja Theory, Rock City, IO, ID, Epic, Kojima Productions. So, do you have any? Do you have any that you're like, hey, I think I I have an argument for these people to be promoted to the top fifteen. I'm gonna say Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, okay. I'll go ahead. Pretty solid uh, cadence, to be honest with you. So recently, I mean, what is their cadence? We have Ghost of Tsushima and Ghost of Tsushima Legends, and then before that, it was it was um, the Infinite series, which they basically had from like 2019 to 2014, and then before that, that was the whole Sly Cooper era. So I think that you know. Alongside Ghost of Tsushima, which, you know, they could, you know, expand upon that, do another game in that world, or they could, um, you know, branch out to something new. But I think that they have very strong potential and they are, you know, I have no, like, worries or concerns about mm. them moving to this next generation. I think they'll definitely bring in our next open world adventure to us. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, my thought process on this is... uh. Sucker Punch, will they give us two games this generation? Mm. I hope so, but I think for sure we're getting Ghost of Tsushima 2. I think, really? you know, yeah, I think, you know, the first one sold so well. Um, people liked it enough. Um, why would you just stop at the first one, right? Um, like, why even, like, you have to have a team working on the second one already. I don't know exactly what they're going to do with it, how they're going to make it different, whatever. But I think it's they're going down the Horizon path where Horizon for um, Gorilla, the same thing. They have this brand new IP. People took really well to it. And then Horizon 2 came along. And obviously Horizon 3 is going to come eventually. Um, and when we look at Horizon for Gorilla, that was their only project on the PS4, right? I believe so. And I think Sucker Punch got uh, Infamous Second Son at the very beginning of the PS4 launch, and they got Ghost of Tsushima at the very end. So my thought is, hey, if it takes them from the beginning to all the way to the end of the PS4 generation to come out with Ghost of Tsushima, granted it's a new IP, is going to take a longer time to test and, and make sure everything is right and stuff. Uh, but Ghost of Tsushima comes out, Ghost of Tsushima 2 comes out, 2024 at the earliest probably not 2024 though because we don't even it's not even here or we don't even know about it 2025 maybe are we get like are we getting like what's the next do they have a second team in secret working on a brand new ip like because i remember they put out a recent article actually that was basically like hey like i know people you know love sly cooper uh, an infamous or whatever, but we're not working on new entries for those games. That they uh, made that post like a month ago. So I'm like, do we just get Ghost of Tsushima two? If we do, do they deserve to be on this list? Or like, are they really a top fifteen if all we get is Ghost of Tsushima two? I think there could be an argument there. I just don't know. Yeah, I think that's 
Brenner personally, based off of the quality of Ghost of Tsushima, I don't know. I just don't see any reason why they shouldn't be. Yeah, you know, fair like, enough. Fair enough. I guess if we got if we got Gorilla on here, I guess it's going to be the same case. Let's let's keep him on the top fifteen for now. Um, if they get cut later, then they get cut. But I, I think it's fine. Fourteen slots. Um, respawn. Does respawn do Jedi Fallen Order? You know, Jedi what? Survivor. I th- think they do. Yeah, they need to be on that list. Uh, yeah, I think I was, that... Um, Titanfall yeah. and Apex. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. And I think they said they're working on another single player game. Uh, yeah, we were, we were in the Apex there. universe. Yeah, yeah, they get they gotta be auto. Um, all right, let's see. So we got some big big boys on here. Kojima Productions. You think Kojima? You know, we talked about Death Stranding. It has a lot of potential. All the the systems in place. So fantastic. Yeah. It's uh, the acting, the system. It's just the content, the content of the game. Like, what are we? What is the game about? Allegedly, he might have two projects in in works. We might have like a Death Stranding two, and obviously Microsoft Xbox announced that partnership this this past summer. Do you think by the end of this generation, Kojima Productions is going to be like one of the top tier studios? Or do you, know, you do you not know if we can say? Let me let me let me look back before I look forward. Sure. And I, I think you'll be able to help me with, you know, kind of some of the timeline and the events involved involving uh, Kojima. So Kojima, you know, used to work for Konami. Correct. Yeah. Correct. When that split happened, was that mid generation? Was that at the beginning of the PS4? Like, yeah, let's see. Kojima and Konami split uh, on March 2015. 2015 is when they split. That's when they split. Then breaks apart, moves into the development for Death Stranding. Hmm. You know, I think I think it's definitely very possible for this to for Kojima to c- cement himself into you know this this top fifteen list. But I do have cons- I feel like this is one of the ones for me personally where I would be like, okay, you're number fifteen on the list, and you could be on the chopping block just because it okay. just seems so volatile. Sure, know, Death Stranding was very high, a very high quality game about nothing. It's like uh, you know. I don't know, bro. It, it just felt like it, it, it's about nothing, even though it has, you know, sure, whatever, nice little meaning behind it. But the gameplay itself was just about nothing. So yeah. I could totally see this as a 15 bottom of the list. You know, everybody's got their eyes on them to try to, you know, mm-hmm. make sure they stay on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... How do we feel about Bethesda making the list? Or you think it's too shaky? Because I think, I'm wondering, right? Is there a possibility, and the answer is probably no, but is there a possibility we get Starfield and Skyrim 6 in the same generation? Yeah, I don't Let's see, say why not? 10 years. I mean, because, I mean, Sky, Sky, Starfield is coming Next 2022, year. 2023. And when was the last? Was Fallout Four? When did that get released? Twenty 
fourteen, I think. I remember I got that for beginning of the PS4 generation. Uh huh. So wait, is that is that one coming out before? I call it coming out before Elder Scrolls Six, is it? No, but I'm saying like, I'm saying like it's been it's gonna have been what eight years since Fallout Four. Yeah. So okay, okay. And then before that, what was it? Skyrim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Skyrim was 2011. Dang, what the fuck happened? I guess Starfield is completely new. (laughs) So. Fallout seventy six. <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, that wasn't that wasn't Bethesda Studios though. That was oh. a different team. It that was, was developed team. by Bethesda Game Studios. But I guess it might it might have been but developed by Bethesda Game Studios, but it wasn't oh, Todd Howard's team. Okay. Um. Okay. I mean, so let's let's say let's let's talk about it then. If we get Starfield next year, we get um. Skyrim six at the tail end of this generation, let's say, do they still have the sauce to prove that they're still one of the best studios in the game? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to actually, when I say, I don't know, I mean, I'm leaning more so towards no. Okay. Simply because I don't know if they are pushing the envelope anymore in the same way that you know however many years ago Skyrim and Fallout or whatever were popular back in the day and you know I don't think they're really giving us that those same experiences that you know we were used to back Mm. in the day interesting in my opinion it may be stale unless they you know really do something crazy to kind of hook us back in okay for that reason I could see them as being like in that that 16 or 17 position as like an mm. honorable man very close to the one of the mm. best you know if we're talking about for this next generation i don't have a lot of confidence that they're going to be pushing the envelope and really going to be able to uh be like whoa this is one of our you know one of uh, uh the game they release is going to be one of the best of the generation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you know, I, I think it is tough right because i, I think starfield very much it's a coin flip right is it going like but I think if the coin lands on the right side, um, Starfield can have crazy staying power, right? Like when we talk about Skyrim and the mods that people are doing, like still to this game, people that are still playing this game like a decade later, I think Starfield definitely has that potential where, you know, they're talking about there's a thousand planets, discoverable planets. I can already see like the mod community just going ape shit on that and like, oh, there's this mod that makes this planet. There's this mod that makes the Dragon Ball Z planet. There's this mod that makes this planet. Um, And I think, you know, if if like uh, things go right, you know, it might be one of those games that people are still talking about Starfield by the end of the generation. But I agree with you. I don't I don't know if I don't I'm not ready to make that make that call yet some person a group that i do think should be on the list io interactive Mm. io interactive i i think they got they got a they have a project dragon thing um that is in works with microsoft 
We don't know what Project Dragon is. Hitman, I think, is a fantastic game. They're also making James Bond, if I remember that correctly. Ooh, um, I do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't go wrong with Bond. I think like playing the Hitman game, the most recent Hitman game, and just seeing the level of polish and like intricacy and detail that go into those Hitman games. I just cannot wait to see how they embrace a different IP like James Bond or whatever this Project Dragon will be for Microsoft. So they could have two stellar titles on their hands um, back to not back to back, but I guess back to back uh, this generation if they both pan out well and and if i i'm trying to look at this list and if we're talking about any studio that's going to be on the come up for like you know releasing some really quality titles i'd probably say uh io is probably one of my favorites okay Uh, i could but yeah go ahead so i'm I want to get them on the list, but I do. There's only there's one. I'm you know comb through the list. There's one group that I think might be eking out, but they I think they might be just that wild card though, and that is Epic Games. Mm. Simply for I was the thinking simple of this, yeah. Motherfuckers got too much damn money. They could throw their shit at anything right now. And just pretend they. I feel like they ha, are in a position where they could just throw money at anything, and so they can like spread the net thin, basically, mm-hmm. um, with the hope of catching that uh that really strong game for this next mm-hmm. generation, and that could put them in that in the list, just because they only need you only need one or two or you know probably just one solid game. I feel like Epic has the sheer force the sheer power behind them to be able to make it happen io like you said that detail everything um all those positive things you said about it i have no doubts in my head that their next projects are going to be amazing but epic could eke them out theoretically that's the only like hold up i have right now i don't know so you, you may disagree though. my thing about epic is we talk about epic and they are publishers of a lot of great games. They obviously now publish Fall Guys. Um, they publish and develop Fortnite. Um, but I'm like, when we talk about developing, there, I would not be surprised if all they develop for the next 10 years is Fortnite. We might get a new game announcement somewhere in this next generation where they say, hey, Epic, we're developing another game alongside Fortnite, it's x y and z and this is what we're going to put our time and effort into but i can just as easily see them developing Fortnite this whole time um so even though they have the money and i agree with you everything you said is true i think i don't know if they're going to i don't know if we're going to look at epic being like one of the top tier developers because i don't know if they're going to develop anything outside of Fortnite. Mm-hmm. That's my only thing. That's my only argument for keeping them off the list. Granted, Fortnite, fantastic game. I think Epic actually has some of the best developers in the industry. Uh, like looking and seeing what they're doing with Fortnite. I don't know if I would put them on the list for only Fortnite, though. Okay. I mean, I guess I, I was expecting there to it not just be Fortnite anymore. I was expecting them to just take their money and start developing shit this next generation. Mm. But I think it's like you said, we, we don't really know. 
where they're at. Yeah. So, like, you know, if they are keeping those plans, sticking with Fortnite for the rest of their goddamn lives. So, I mean, I mean like, just my opinion, like, the way we're looking at it, like, we see them acquiring uh, studios so they don't have to spend their resources to yeah, yeah, to yeah. make other games, right? They have, you know, uh, Platonic and all these other people um, making games for them, Rocket League developers, stuff like that. Um, I think, you know, assuming that Fortnite is making a billion dollars a year, whatever, some crazy, crazy number it's probably making, um, I think we're going the Call of Duty route with Epic and Fortnite, where it's like all we do is Call of Duty. We're only making Call of Duty. That's all we're focused on, and that's all we've been focused on. Uh, or like we have studios that only focus on this for like the past decade plus. I think that's going to be Epic, the Epic development team with Fortnite, where it's like, hey, this makes us way too much money for us to use resources on anything else to try and maybe make a second game that makes a fraction of the money Fortnite makes, right? Let's just keep fucking buying, renting IPs or whatever and building in different like limited modes in a Fortnite. I, that's gotcha. probably what what Epic's going to do if I had to guess. Yeah. But, um, so first of all, honestly... I was thinking like IO versus Kojima Productions. Who would I pick? That's honestly pretty tough. I would honestly probably pick IO personally over Kojima Productions. I can personally. I can get with that. Because okay. like, you know, Kojima's just that wild card, baby. I mean, he. Yeah. I think it, with that studio, I feel like it, it just has so much potential. But it's just like, what are you gonna put out, bro? Like, what are we exactly we actually getting? And I already said it on a couple podcasts ago. I don't want a Death Stranding 2. I really don't. Unless it's a completely different game. Like, unless we're doing something completely different. If we're delivering packages in Death Stranding 2, I'm not buying that. I'll tell you that right now. I'll play I'll play it on PS Plus or whatever. I'm not I'm not buying that. Yeah. You, you need to be on the terrorist side, dang. Somebody clip that out. Somebody clip that out. Don't clip it. Don't clip. Now, you know, I have a wild card in here. I just want to throw this out here. Okay. hear what you think i'm gonna take bethesda studios off we kind of already ruled them out i'll take as uh epic off uh we kind of talked about them bungie should i take let, let me let's go ahead and clean this this list up bungie are they we dropping bungie i mean i mean they could make some more stuff they said they're working on some new projects i feel like we got to keep bungie bungie sabotage i'm taking them off see stars is gonna be good but you're not beating out the rest of the people on this tier two list all right see you bro GTA 6, is it going to be a GTA 4 situation where it kind of slaps? Or is it going to be a GTA 5 situation where it takes over the world? Honestly, probably a GTA 5 situation, if I'm being honest. I was going to say 4, because I mean, like, how do you top the success of GTA 5? I mean, mean, unless GTA Online 2, and then you're I mean, that's exactly what they're going to do. They have to. Yeah, I I guess you're 100%. But what is is GTA Online 2 going to do that GTA Online doesn't, is the question. Just that more uh, interactability. Yeah, more interactability, completely new map, I guess. We're going to yeah. be in Miami or whatever. Multiple maps, some shit like that. That, that could be interesting. All right, Maybe. I'll keep them sure. super massive. I'm going to take them off the list. I don't think they're hanging. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Capcom, 
Man, I can't stand Capcom, bro. Y'all won't release a new goddamn Mega Man Battle or Star Force or Battle Network. So fuck them. I don't give a damn about Street Fighter. That's that's kind of crazy. Uh, but I'll take them off. Agro Crab, we gotta take them off. I'm sorry. Unlucky, but I understand. Infinity Ward. I don't think either of us are arguing for Infinity Ward if we weren't arguing for Epic. So, uh, Double Fine. Uh, I I don't I don't know. I, I don't think Double Fine. I really like them, but I don't know. No clue when their next project is coming out and no clue how many projects we're getting from them in this generation. Just too many question marks, in my opinion, to argue for them. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, Ninja Theory. Uh, it's another tough one where it's like we know what their next incoming project is, but beyond that, what's the horizon they, looking like? They are. I think they are actively working on two other projects i don't know if they're two full games i think one is like a horror game or something Uh do you remember that clip where they were like we built this entire room in like vr or something i was like wait a second like they were like look this room right here yeah this is virtual i was like wait a second now what is this technology um I I personally, I think the world has gassed up Ninja Theory beyond where they actually deserve to be. Okay. That sounds kind of mean. Where they deserve to be, they should. They, I mean, they deserve to be wherever they are. But um, I think I don't. I don't think people are talking about like Hellblade was supposed to be an indie game that felt like it was AAA. I thought Hellblade felt really really good for what it was. But I'm not thinking Hellblade Two is gonna like change, change me like God of War changed me when I was playing, or like any other right. Last of Us One or Part Two or whatever changed me. I don't know if Hellblade's hitting those heights, and they have to prove me wrong. So I don't know if I'm willing to put them on the list. But okay, sure. I mean, and tell me I'm wrong on any of these. Tell me I'm I'm just trying to whittle this list down. You all right, bro? You all right? Uh, Rocksteady. I don't know, bro. Yeah, no. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, uh, you know. We talked about IO here. Uh, Id. Uh, For me personally, you, I feel like Id and Machine Games are a bundle pack. Just because I think of Wolfenstein and Doom as the same goddamn game. No, no. We can't do that. Uh, no. Then, no, it only makes no Wolfenstein and whatchamacallit the same game? No way. I mean, I th- they used to be the same game for real because they were all in the same engine. That's fair. That doesn't mean nothing, though. If you look at the lore, the, there are, you know, connections between both. <laughs> I don't want to get. They're two ahead. different studios, bro. We can't do that. Matter. They're the same. It's the same game. But it is putting out what Doom, Eternal Two or whatever the fuck, and we're getting Indiana Jones from Machine Games. Doom Returnal. Oh, it does Rage too. Okay, maybe not. Rage See, look at you. All right. Well, I mean, Doom was really good, but it is. All right, we're moving it. But you know, we got to keep it on the the B list. Okay. All right. See. It's gone. Yeah, just go. I mean, this is. 
<laughs> the B list is right here. Rare three four three Bioware. Down there City with the Project. All right. I have one more wild card, one more dark horse that I completely forgot about, but I actually think they could make the top fifteen. Okay. Uh, oh, I spoiled it. Wait, I, Did I you wasn't, see it? On, on okay. The software wiki page. So I okay, know. okay. Uh, so this is these people. They got a couple projects in the works. We actually have a project coming out next year, which is in this generation. Uh, and then I think they'll probably release at least two more projects. Partnered with Epic Games, I believe, or Epic. Uh, this studio, one of my favorite studios of the last generation, Remedy Entertainment. Remedy Entertainment. We got Control come, that came out. Fantastic. I think highly underrated game from last generation. Very underrated. Uh, we got Alan Wake 2 supposedly coming out next year. Yeah, Be yeah. Leaning more into the horror elements. I think we're getting like a a multiplayer game or something set in the Control universe. I can't remember if they said they're working on Control 2. Shit, if we got a Control 2, come That'd on, bro. That would be... Control? Really the fucking game. It really Hard did. Hard. Control is the like one of the very few games where I'm like, you know, I get Horizon. I played Horizon. It's a brand new IP. I played Ghost of Tsushima. Brand new IP. But when I think about sequels, I think about like, oh, like what really can they do new? Like, what what really are we getting in the second game? Like, it'll just feel like a sequel. For Control, I'm like, I don't know, bro. I could have the exact same gameplay mechanics just with more like supernatural items and just a little bit different setting and stuff. And I'm happy. I'll be just as happy as I had with the first one. So let's see. Uh, I think, I think remedy has the shit has the stuff to deliver to make it to the top 15. But let me see. Okay. Let's see. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to see. Under development, Remedy will develop games. Let's see. I'm trying to see what they said about their new projects. Oh, and they're making Max Payne one and two remastered. Mm. I feel like we're getting a lot of shit from these guys in this year, this generation. Next, bro. Let's put Remedy on there, bro. Let's put Remedy on there. On there, shit. So we got, we got three, uh, three more people. Well, I guess Io is done. I don't even Rockstar. I have to say we just throw them on the uh in the B list. All Call. right, all right, all right. We're calling today. Uh, I mean, this is a shit B list because I just was deleting other shit and I didn't even consider to put it on the B list. So I'm not even reading these. All right, so our top fifteen. So our top 15, fuck ordering these. Insomniac, which I do think would probably be number one, if we're being real. Um, mm-hmm. Supergiant, Arcane, From Software, Naughty Dog, Sony Santa Monica, Square Enix, Gorilla, Nintendo, The Coalition, Machine Games, Sucker Punch, Respawn, Remedy, IO Interactive. These are the top 10 best game studios to look out for this upcoming generation. I feel good about this. Yeah, I agree. We got a solid ass list here, bro. We kind of good at this. These are bangers right here. These are bangers. All right, guys. Well, 
hope you guys enjoyed that little bonus content at the end of this cult of the lamb episode if you enjoyed it please as always uh go ahead and subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice so you guys can come make sure you're tuning in to us every thursday of every week also raise five stars on itunes and spotify tell your friends about us and of course if you want updates about future episodes and giveaways or you want to submit a question to the show Hey, all links are in the description. PlayerPlayerPod.com, PlayerPlayerPod.com slash Discord. Bottom of the pages are Kofi Link if you want to help support. You guys know the rigmarole. Big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. Follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. Find me on social media as The Hoop Man, where the E is a three. You can find my co-host Arsene here as Pax Arsenica on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, and Arsene Lockput on Instagram. And until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on, folks.